This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I believe in inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they desire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot. I've done a lot. I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all will be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vale's World. It's the team. Yo, 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 this your boy Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vale's World Podcast. And yeah, we got another amazing episode. But before we get started, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vale's World Podcast. If you want to sponsor or be a guest for an upcoming episode, feel free to email us at Vale's World Podcast at ldmunger.com. Now let's get on with the show. So today's good read, Finding Me by Viola Davis. Ah, man, I, I be reading some great books and some of the books I love to read the most are those memoirs and biographies of creators. And that's anyone in the arts, performance arts, visual art, whatever art it may be. I love hearing about the minority experience. And a lot of times that has so many intersections and it's beautiful to learn and see the comparisons and, and being able to relate to certain parts. So Viola Davis' um, book is a is a deep reflection, a promise, a love letter in a sense, because she continues to talk about her younger self and words and encouragement that she gets from her younger self as an adult. And it's a beautiful thing. She talks about her manifesting the, the man that she wanted in her life and how that individual appeared. She talks about the struggles that a, a young artist has breaking into the industry. She talks about the determination she had to break down barriers from the educational system to LA. She talks about so many different things. And as a poor black man in America and with the rough upbringing, some things I can relate. I may not have the woman's experience or perspective, but the common attribute is growing up poor and it's hard. I've never been the best basketball player, but I figured out how to use basketball as a as an avenue to get out of my circumstances. I never really been exposed to being bullied, but I was the person that stood up to bullies in the act of bullying. So Finding Me was a great book because the title itself allowed me to reflect on why I'm so much of a giver, why I'm so much of a lover, why am I so resilient? And if anyone is in a space where they need to get inspired and encouraged to identify their inner self, this book is a great book. Finding Me by Viola Davis. Tap in. Let me know how y'all feel about it. If y'all have any good reads that y'all suggest, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. Or shoot us an email at Podcast at ldmonger.com. What's popping? So it's a lot of stuff going on. 
So for those that don't know, I've been back running since March 14th. I got back from the Jamaica trip and I had acid reflexes on the plane. It scared the shit out of me. I was like, I got to do something about this. Got on the scale. I was like 226, which as of now has been like the highest I've been. I believe when I moved to Florida in 2016, I estimate that I was around 226 as well. Didn't really look bad, but I didn't feel good. And it's and to me, that's the most important part. So I started a four week running plan just so I can get my feet back under me. Did that. It went good. Then I started a 5K plan, which was an eight week plan to build on getting my feet under me. And for those that may not know, in 2020, I ran 100 miles in April. I had some of my fastest times. In 2021, I ran my first 5K and I came in fourth place in my age and gender for both, which the top three usually gets medals. And I learned, <laughs> but I was also hurt doing those runs as well. And I had some of the fastest times that I ever had. So I was a pretty decent runner. And then injuries just came, none run related. And I had to allow myself to heal. And in that process, I got a Peloton to help me do some cardio and keep some of the weight off, keep my heart going, keep me motivated and inspired and able to replace that time that I use for CrossFit and running with actual Peloton exercises. So after the March incident, because I slowed down on the Peloton for a minute, but after the March incident, I just knew I had to do something. So I grabbed my shoes and slowly start working myself back into running shape. I got done with my eight week plan in June. And from there, I um, thought it was a great idea to start a half marathon plan. So I have six weeks left. I slowed down on drinking drastically just because it you know dehydrates you and all these things and running for long periods of time is um a lot of stress on your body you need to be as hydrated as possible the longest run that i did was actually sunday i ran 10 miles straight non-stop i got done in an hour and 50 minutes that was my first time running 10 miles so i usually have a slower time when i do a a run for the first time. And that's because I love to run without stopping. So just trying to find that pace. And then I'm running into an unknown territory. So I never ran 10 miles. So I'm literally creating a route while I'm making a run and being able to observe and see what's going on. So the second time I run is typically a lot faster. And that's because I don't have to be as observant. I have an idea of like where exactly I'm going. I know how much energy is going to take. I try to leave some energy on the table after my runs. So I know I can have another mile or two in me <laughs> um, after that. So that also just inspired me to run a little faster the second time. So this Sunday, I have another 10 mile run and I'm confident that I do well. After that, I have um, a couple more weeks left as I get close to completing my first 13.1 mile, which is a half a marathon. And from there, I'm going to continue to train, continue to respect and understand and love the distance. And hopefully I'm in town. I'm, the two half marathon races that I've seen, I'm actually gone, unfortunately. So I plan on doing some 10Ks, some 5Ks in between time just to get into that competitive edge. Because when you're around people, when you're competing, you automatically 
automatically just run harder. So I want to make sure that I'm also training my mental to compete as well as training my mental and body to get done with the distance. <laughs> I didn't want my first 13 mile run to be in a competition. Although they always say, oh, you don't have to compete, uh, whatever. So yeah, that's where I'm at, y'all. Um, continue to follow me and track the journey. For those that have Nike Run Club, find your boy, Lavelle Munger. I'm, I'm there. DM me on the Instagram or send me an email if you need the credentials. If you can't find me, go ahead and get smoked. Did 80 miles last week, which was crazy because I said I was going to do 80 miles, but I did not think I was going to do 80 miles and I hit 80 miles on a dot. So Gonna get this work. In other news, LBJ, I promise. So he's been getting a lot of backlash over the last three years. They said students from his school haven't been able to pass math and everyone's in outrage. Of course, the haters are going to hate and all oh, we knew you had done all that bullshit. And it's funny because if you think about his school, I promise, and the students that he attract, he's not attracting the best of the best students. It's more like an alternative program in a sense. It's students that have food insecurities, home insecurities, and students that have social anxiety, self-esteem issues. Like these are at-risk students. And if you think about the last three years, the last three years have been COVID years. So you have pandemic students that's coming out of the pandemic that had to learn and adapt to the pandemic for the last three years. And they're finally graduating and they're taking these tests. We talking math. So math isn't as easy to catch on in a classroom, let alone a virtual setting where I'm quite sure there's tons of students that have had these issues, but because it's LeBron James and his school, it's great to highlight this as a failure. But I believe this can be highlighted as an awareness that there's going to be a huge chunk of students that need extra attention in the math and sciences because they had to learn virtually and no one was prepared to learn virtually. No one was prepared to learn with masks. No one was learned no one was prepared to learn social distancing like it was a huge shock for teachers that had to teach and a shock for students that had to change the way they have adjusted to being a student parents having to adapt and change the way of supporting their kids in education it was a lot. So yes, there's reasons to be furious about the last three years of I promises, math test scores, but it's even more time to really think about the education experience over the last three years. Because this last school year, it's really the first year everything is semi-normal. Everything is back. So now you got to adjust and adapt socially. Like it's just, it's a lot. I just want to say big ups to Everybody that's within the educational realm, that's administrators, that's teachers, that's students, that's parents with kids, because these last three years have definitely been something to recalibrate and learn and adjust like everything before COVID it's a, it's a different way of living now it's a different way of doing a lot of things and we need to continue the innovation continue to look at how we do traditional things and figure out what works for modern society because if those students were having problems before COVID doing and post COVID I don't think those issues are going to just disappear because LeBron James started a school and I challenge the world to really 
look at the statistics nationwide within the at-risk population and see what those numbers look like and figure out how can we support these students. But that's just my education side speaking. I'm quite sure the the school district in Cleveland, Ohio will, will figure it out. Worst case scenario, I promise, will become a magnet school or a charter school and they will be very selective and get the smartest and the athletic students within the city, make it a hard process for regular students to get in. The rest is history. We've seen it happen so many times. Drake buys Tupac's crown ring for $101 million at an auction to celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Drake is just different. Drake is different. He has a, a different approach and a different type of way of reminding me that I'm broke. Now, I just can't wait until this Tupac's crown ring, 101 on my fingers is, on, is a bar on the track. Just can't wait. This is what he do. So if y'all got something popping in y'all life, do not hesitate. Hit your boy up on, do not hesitate. Hit your boy up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you love to be long-winded, give me some words of inspiration or whatever that may be. Make sure y'all email us at Podcast at ldmonger.com. And for y'all that don't know, y'all can take about two seconds. Y'all can take about two seconds. Hit up our Anchor page and become a monetary investor, man. Go ahead and support your boy for as little as 99 cents a month. And if you got time, make a little 15 second voice memo supporting your boy telling others to support how you feel about the podcast and you might hear yourself on an upcoming episode now let's get on with the hot topic yeah y'all this is the year of the scammies man i i got scammed or i start identifying being scammed this year back to back to back to back to back it's been a a rough year for me but it's a a good year I, i say it's good that i'm learning and experiencing these things early because lord knows i hate to experience this making a couple hundred thousand getting closer to a milli and not having my my guard reestablished so no it's it's back up my senses they work i got got a couple times on a couple times and i'm gonna open up and tell y'all about it the first one grills by scotty godly i paid the deposit january 31st 2022 and it's safe to say i still don't have my goddamn grill yeah it has been a very annoying process and i'm not talking about a hundred dollar five hundred dollar grill it's 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 a little money involved just a little bit Gave them a phone call, trying to figure out, you know, some details, how I want to get this stuff going. Boom. I wanted to grill by my birthday. And of course, it didn't happen. Y'all know me. I'm very patient. My tolerance for bullshit is low, but I'm very patient as it pertains to time. So I try to give, you know, people grace and love. I try to lead by that first. And I wouldn't even say they take it for, you know, folks take your kindness for weed. It's just some shitty ass people out here. And it doesn't matter if you're a shitty person back with them. It doesn't matter anything. They're just shitty people and they're going to do shitty things. Citibank scanned me throughout the entire process, giving me false information. I bought it on my credit, you know, paid a deposit on my credit card. For those that know me, they know that. Spent everything with my credit cards and I pay it off. Did exactly that. Giving me false information, giving me the run around. Just, I had some questions and some concerns about the process. They instructed me to do one thing and all this other shit happened. And now they have this time restriction on when they can actually follow through with things. And because I never really got the product and because the product was, I mean, it was a deposit and then there's time to actually create it. It was a lot of confusion from the bank and the things that the merchant was telling. It was, it was weird. And I was like, I just want my money back. Like, I don't, 
want the grill. I don't want anything. I just want my money back. And they was making like the hardest thing ever. So these banks really don't fight for for their clients. And money is insured. And instead of them just giving me my money back because of the the runaround that I've been going through with Citibank over this last year, doing, throughout this process has just been horrible. I also learned to have some a good tip. Make sure y'all check BBB, the Better Business Bureau, before purchasing from any business outside of the norm. So you know this grill. I I went to BBB and um it was some interesting information there. It was like wow. So they've been providing bad services for at least a year prior to me experiencing this bad customer service. And there has been like videos and snippets and them trying to explain that there's been massive amount of growth and stuff like that. But a year is crazy. And also just like it's just certain things like if you fuck up, it's like, okay, you know, as a business owner, if I fuck up, I'm trying to figure out ways to mend it. How can I make this right? How can I mediate this as soon as possible? If it's if it's giving you your money back real fast, cool. Go ahead, close that project. They got refunded. Perfect. If it's all hey you know, sorry for the delay. We just going to get you right. And here's the product. Sorry for the delay. Cool. Like if you're just figuring out how can I close this project as fast as possible because a year is, is too long. At one point, they, I'm not, I'm make a whole episode just talking about that experience because it's just too much. But April, I ended up pulling up in Atlanta and, and pulled up on them to see, you know, what was up, what was going on. And then they realized that they lost the grill in its entirety. So it was never there. They, they lost it, which was another wild situation. I've been speaking with someone else named Tiffany, but she's just as terrible as them. And a couple other people I spoke with, they end up quitting because of how they was treating customers. It, it was, it's been a wild experience. So I'll keep you updated and tell you how that go. But yeah, Grills by Scotty, be careful. When I went there both times in Atlanta, it was people there that was looking for their grill. And it was people that was just looking for a clip on gold. So that shouldn't take no six months, nine months either. So I'm not the only one that's been hammered by this process. And hopefully they get put out of business soon so they can stop scamming people or just giving poor customers whatever it may be but during that process i hit up my homeboy i paid him 250 said about 500 dollars to make a demand letter to grills by scotty this was around march before i went to jamaica he's like 500 dollars da 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 pay 250 for the down payment and da 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 so my boy been a lawyer and he also been complaining for a while about people not really supporting his law prices and things like that and i told him like niggas don't need lawyers every day um, but he specialized in like commercial work and, 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 and business law and things like that. So I knew there was going to be opportunities for my photography company in the next couple months. So I thought this would be a dope process on a personal level to just, you know, test them out. You said 500 for a demand letter. I'm like, bro, I could have drafted a letter and send it to you. And I just need you to put your letterhead on it to send it out to the person, honestly. But it is what it is. He said that's his fee. He'll look over the information I sent them. So it was about April. And I haven't heard nothing. Again, my birthday, March 11th. So it was like April. I haven't heard nothing. So I followed up with him. He didn't answer. He didn't respond. So after I got back, I was just like, hey, bro, uh, go ahead you know, shoot me that dust back. I think I'm going a different direction. I said, yeah, bro, just shoot me the dust back. I'm going to go a different direction. And it took him some days to respond. And just based off everything, it's like he had a little attitude. Like, oh, I already started to work. I'm like, well, send me the letter if you started to work so I can review it. See what you got. And that's all type of crazy shit. And I'm like, hey. But I already know he was going through some personal things prior to, which was another reason why I just wanted to throw the dust, support my dog. But he had that going on. And then he kind of like disappeared again. And I was just like, I got anger problems. And I ain't trying to get to that point. No more. I ain't trying to. And like the folks I fuck with the most, they the ones that can really take me there. So 
I was just like, you know what? Hey, bro, apparently you needed this dust before, you know, more than I did. You know, I'm just going ahead and, and cut ties, man. It, it is what it is, man. You know, peace and love. And just left it at that. Ain't talked to buddy since. So that was my way of like mediating that pro, you know, mediating that. But I tell anybody, man, Dominic Gregory, Esquire, it's terrible, man. My, my frat brother, man, been big bro for a while. Been doing all I can to support him, whatever special occasion he got, birthdays, graduation, man. In most cases, if I, if I can make it, I'm there. In most cases, I have been. The three graduations that he's supposed to have from law school, from just being a year as pertains to the bar and things like that and it's it just been crazy so like that's the last person i thought that'd happen with and it's funny man the nigga actually had hit me up on instagram yesterday i'm like bro i, I don't really rock with you bro like, like i told you like i don't know if you ain't noticed but i don't really fuck with you like that so it's crazy that lawyers can be out here straight scammy scammy as well so it's like you know it is what it is man lessons learned man i gotta stop doing stuff just trying to i gotta stop doing business with people trying to helping them in their personal situations you feel me so that's really what it is that's what i learned um this year with dealing with the two people that i dealt with because if it wasn't for me trying to support something that they were trying to do in a business realm but leading by personal opposed to how they handle the business i would have seen the red flags and would never you know went forward with it and that's why like i already learned like i'm not giving nobody everything straight up because i would have gave him the five straight up we would have been having a different type of conversation 250 ah, cool whatever man it's all right man and i ain't type of nigga that wish people the best of luck man i wish niggas fried man i wish niggas burned man i wish niggas you know that's just how i am man like fuck all that shit ah man but the biggest one and i ain't even know i was being scammed until everybody started being scammed so i'm gonna try to knock this story down real fast ah but it's a lot my mentor's daughter janai williams is the biggest scammer i ever seen my mentor he told me she was a bad person but i did not know she was out here scamming and all the info that i got in july of 2023 damn it was a lot this timeline is crazy like what but i'm gonna get to the key points i'm gonna get to the key points but it's been a trip so i met her around february my mentor he was being acknowledged by the orlando magic he invited he invited me out i was able to meet some great people i met her seemed pretty cool looked at her like lissa's pretty much how you know i felt like it's supposed to be and like my mentor's daughter like why would i look at her anyway any other way and she went to the bougie ball things like that we was communicating on and off throughout that time around august is when she started surfacing she was trying to put together an event uh, she was telling me about the idea of the event for sneakerheads in central florida for those that don't know i have and still in the process of getting the black fashion week orlando off the ground learn you have to have money or you have to have people that's willing to give you money and lots of money a big healthy amount of money but that's neither here nor there um so she wanted to throw a sneaker event and her dad was supporting her at this time her stepmom was supporting her at this time like she had the support and she it, it was it was valid it looked valid on paper i was pretty much just mentoring her as it pertains to what to look for in business partners how to you know solicit for event sponsors and things like that outside of just her parents we started those conversations she also wanted to use photo booth when our 360 booths for to create like a sneaker cam which was pretty cool as we got closer to the day like the event just was canceled around october 
around October hits and she was just telling me about trying to get some more money to, you know, figure some things out. She had a sneaker cleaning business as well. And I was like, instead of just giving you some money, how about I pay you and utilize your services? And then that way you can get some money to do whatever the hell you need to do. That was in October. Remember October. Because <laughs> uh, as of today, I still don't have no goddamn shoes. So cool. Again, I'm very patient. I ain't know what was going on. October hits, da 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 da. Between October and March, she's been around like 11, 20 times. Like we had a lot of different social outings and on different occasions and what that may look like from going out, from house gatherings, from meeting at each other's house, all that fun stuff. So she's been around. But I just also forget things as well because if I pay you to do something, I assume that it's going to happen. She also had a funny way of like getting the money. It was like weird to tell. But March, I had a birthday trip. Again, I'm just telling y'all the key points. I'm skipping a whole lot. But March, I had a birthday trip to Jamaica. She was already having some challenging times because she had to get her passport. So they had to drive all the way down to Miami, grab the passport, come back up, all this other shit. Ticket, pay for, you know, for anybody that know me, when it comes to like trips, like I'm going to buy everything I need to make sure that I'm good. I'd rather cancel something, did not have it at all. And then I send an invite to everybody else. I invite somebody to like a trip or whatnot. Nine times out of 10, everything is already paid for. So it's like, but if you're going to go, we can go ahead and, you know, talk about that split. But I don't put my livelihood in danger or in harm of not happening. So I need to make sure I got a rental car if needed. I need to make sure that I have um, housing and then I'm good. Make sure my flight, like all that, is, those three things are going to be booked prior to me even saying, hey, y'all, y'all want to go out? Uh, some people hate it, you know, but me just dealing with people and flaking and things like that, that's has been the best practice for me. So I'm just continue to do that. And I also just like my, 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 my peace and my space. And I have no problem with covering the whole cost and being there by myself. I mean, if more people come and I can split it and save a little money, why not? But nine times 10 when I'm outside, I'd rather just be outside and free and be comfortable. So that's my big piece. So we get to the departure, you know, still ain't got no money, but we kind of about it. So it was under the assumption that, you know, when we get back in the States, we'll figure everything out. Whoop de whoop. All that fun stuff, which was fair at the time because, again, it was a hassle just to get the passport to even go. So we on a trip. We go to restaurants and we decide, you know, don't worry about it. We just split it, split it later. So later could have been after the after dinner, after lunch, whatever it was. But me and our other homegirl, like we just had our credit cards like here, you know, we just Venmo, cash out, Apple Pay, whatever it may looks like once we figure all this shit out. Cool. Everybody confirmed. We was under impression. All right, cool. We'll pay it back. So it wasn't like it was an assumption. It's like, no, we confirmed like this was going to be the plan. Like, hey, if I got this, we just go give everybody their money whenever we had it, whenever we had a conversation about the split. So now it's time to go back. Let me remind you all. She only paid for a flight at this point. No food, no excursion, no festival tickets, no nothing. She only paid for her flight to get there. Also note, this was my birthday trip. <laughs> So it was crazy. But me, I am patient. So, you know, I kept reaching out and it was always something. First, she couldn't do it with Apple Pay. Her Apple Pay wasn't working and she only had cash. So we had to meet up, but we could never meet up because my life is still busy and all this fun shit. Apparently, she came to the house and I told her Sean was here and Sean wasn't there. And it was like a lot of weird shit that was going on. So I was like, hey, you know, you, you have an issue with the money. So I know the money is going to be a little harder. I'm going to have to be a little more patient for that. But I remind her, 
but you still have my shoes. And I gave her a book. I gave her the four agreements to read just so she can get an understanding of like how to handle some of the things that was just going on in life and how to like change your mindset in order to attract better things to happen around you. So I gave her that. For those that also know me, I don't give out my book. Like I'd rather buy you a book than loan you a book from my personal library. That's just how I am. Sorry, not sorry. But this is an example of why when I bent that rule, now I'm missing my shoes and a book. So at this point, I was just like, you know, it's been slipping my mind. Go ahead and just, you know, drop the book off, drop the shoes off, and we'll talk about the money whenever that happens. Still excuses on that and reason why she couldn't. It got to a point, I was like, look, I'll refund you the money. Just ship it. Like, soon as it get here, I'll send, I'll send you the dust. Like, just give me my book and my shoes at, at this point. Like, I'm not even going to talk about the money. You know, I'm hoping that in time that the money will come around. And again, I still had no idea I was being scammed. I thought this was just a, a terrible human, terrible friend, but also just had, a, you know, a chain of unfortunate events. I get it. So many of us has been there so many times and it happens. I also remember I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, I respect and honor our friendship so much that after this, I never like loan you any type of money or have any type of expectancy of getting money back from you. So because I don't want money to ruin our relationship. And she spent that into, oh, this one like asking people for money and da 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 and did it all this. I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm just letting you know. I respect and honor our relationship so much that I won't even allow this to happen again for us to even be questioning our friendship over money. That's all I was saying. But of course, people are going to be people. Around May, my bro hit me up and he updated me about a transaction he started with her for some Disney tickets. And he was like, yeah, man, I gave her $200 and da 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 I'm like, bro, try to get your money back. Like, you see what I'm going through. Like, I ain't got my money back since March and I'm having issues with getting the book. And I'm like, and why you ain't hit me up and let me know? He's like, you know, she said she can get the tickets. I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, bro, the book, the tickets are like $217. Like, that's not a deal. Oh, it come with a food voucher. A food voucher? Don't know, bro, don't nobody eat food at Disney like that that to need a voucher like give me a turkey leg or a drink or something i'm good like what it didn't make sense to me it didn't make sense to spend two hundred dollars and like i'm all about convenience and i also rather just pay something that that i can complain to the person about like giving it getting it from somebody else who already owes somebody a significant amount of money just didn't make sense to me at the time and we didn't talk about it like after that i had to tell him like just get your money back like it's two hundred dollars if it's hard now it's only going to get harder later so after a while that is exactly what happened it got harder later he tells me that he finished the transaction so i get back in town somewhat in june and he tells me that yes he gave her all the money i was like nigga how why i told you to get the 200 dollars back like why would you move forward he's like yeah she sent me the tickets da, 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 da. i was like okay that don't make sense to me they were supposed to meet for like two weeks prior to his family getting here and he was having a hard time just meeting up and getting confirmation on what was going on as it pertains to the tickets like what why why the delay was happening like all just all type of weird stuff so he got to a point where he was just like hey man like if you don't tell me what's up you know i'm have to go ahead and go through the proper channels to just try to figure this out like my family coming in two weeks and i gave you all the money they asking me about the money i don't know what's going on i don't have any tickets like they helped me explain so she waits a couple days and responds and pretty much try to spend it on him like oh don't don't ever threaten me again and you're gonna get these tickets you know what i'm just gonna give you money back and all type of crazy I was like, what? I said, that's cool. At this time, it was like $2,000, like gone. I don't know how the hell you have trouble with with somebody with $200 and you decide it was a bright idea to get them 1800 after, which is beyond me. 
But that was a huge argument. Da, 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 da. So now for the two weeks remaining, it was about her trying to sell the ticket so that she can make his money back. But his big thing was like, just give me my money and give, give me the money that you have left over and just give me the tickets that you have and I'll figure out the rest and we can go ahead and brush it short from there. And apparently that was a, a huge issue. The week before his family came, just trying to get with her. And she was like, yeah, Thursday we can meet up. I give you, you know, I give you all your money. I should have everything then. Of course, Thursday comes, she didn't answer the phone. And Friday, she finally responds that she says she's on a flight to Detroit. Note, his family comes the next day and don't have no tickets, no contact, no nothing. It was crazy. So he starts the, the police process, the investigation, just trying to figure it out. Of course, he's furious. He has to talk to his parents, talk to his family, try to figure out how they can resolve this issue. My homegirl that went on a trip, she called me around this time, and she was like, hey, did you know that Janai removed all of us as friends on IG? And I was like, I, honestly, I didn't know, but I can say I do recognize that I haven't been seeing her stuff. So I finally found her page. It was hard because I, I just couldn't find it. She changed her name as well. So I went on there and I was like, oh, dad, that's crazy. And it's pretty much I was unfriended. I'm like, I never unfriended her. That's weird. So immediately I went to our means of communication. I deleted her from the text thread. I removed her from an app that we have that's called How About just to, you know, try my best to make sure that she's not reaching out to people within the friend group that may not know what's going on. He starts his police investigation of figuring out what's going on on his end. So I didn't want to cause too much commotion and too many red flags. Of course, it wasn't my business to really tell. So I was just trying to figure out how can I mediate this as fast as possible. Ah, but unfortunately, she got some people. I didn't move fast enough. During one of our friend's birthday gatherings, again, I haven't really been out because I've been doing this half marathon training, so I haven't been really into the club scene and, you know, the hookahs and alcohol. I mean, that's what you do there. That's what I'm going to want to do there. So I just stay away from it altogether. And they were talking about the situation and what happened with my roommate, with Sean, and everybody knew. And like everybody was there at this point. Like, it was all in a fan. Cool. Around 4th of July. And the crazy thing that they figured out was that she was sending that same message to, like, everyone. And the message went something like, me and my business partners have some Disney tickets for sale. Let me know if you know anyone that's interested. And the reason why it seemed valid was because in January, we had did a group trip to Disney. And she was able to utilize her Disney benefits, her employee benefits to kind of get all of us in. It was a cool, it seemed legit, it seemed, you know, fair. So that's why it made sense at the time. So around 4th of July, Sean hit me up and he called me, said, man, she got somebody else. I was like, oh, shit. So I called, I found out it was one of our homies. Um, I reached out to him, just trying to check in with him. And he got attitude with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> but I understand it was like a lot to to handle and just go through with what's going on. Because like getting scammed and finding out, like the moment of finding out, you just get furious, especially when it's like other people money involved. It's not even your money. It's easy for you to take it on the chin and just handle it. But then when you start getting other people money involved, it becomes a bigger, you know, a bigger headache. But within this moment, like everybody in the group is furious, just trying to figure out like, for one, why would she do this? Is there anything mental going on? Like what the hell is going on? Again, her dad told me a long time ago she was a bad person, but I didn't even assume that scamming was the extent that she will go into. So at this point now, I'm starting to think like, damn, 
this been happening the whole time. And the investigation, we found out she was evicted from her apartment back in October, a couple weeks before I gave her the money to fix my damn shoes. And I was like, wow, her dad cut her off around August of last year. She finessed the guy that she was doing business with. She finessed the family for some money using the eviction. It was like crazy shit that just started coming out last month as pertains to this person. One of the funniest things that came out was like she was reaching out to people asking for 150 to 300 dollars to help her with her car and toes and things of this nature. Um, even sent one of our homegirls a picture of her being on the side of the road with the the highway patrol people behind her and her friend actually ended up tapping the picture and seeing the information the picture was back from like november of last year which was just crazy like the extent that some of these people go through the scam so at this point that's when i realized that i wasn't dealing with a shitty friend that just coming on bad times and i was actually being scammed since october which was crazy and it took the scamming of others for me to actually realize that and I never thought in a million years that that's what was going on again I'm very patient my tolerance for bullshit is low you know once I knew for sure that she owed me the money in March for the trip I already cut all ties it's like yeah your access with me is going to be different anything money related just not going to happen so apparently she was trying to reach out to me and ask for $150 for this tow and all these accidents you know whatever was going on with her car that wasn't going to happen. That's just not how I ride. If you owe me money, I'm not going to continue to dig a hole deeper for you to owe me money and not give me my money back because I can be a very evil person. And I try to keep that veil to a bare minimum. Like, don't owe me money. Don't fuck over me. Or don't, don't have me feeling like I'm being fucked over because it's going to bring out a different type of veil. And I try to keep that nigga put up. But yeah, that's my story about the scammy scam of 2023 quick summary don't do business with grill by scotty it's a terrible process scammy scam Citibank ain't shit they don't support their clients their customers however they want to identify us dominic gregory i'm just leave it at that and Janai Williams, beware. Anybody's talking about Disney tickets, anybody talking about an event in the Central Florida area, it's a you know, lady going for Detroit, she's going to try to get you with a sob story, tell you that nobody messed with her, that everybody did her wrong, that all this other weird shit. If you, if you come across a Janai Williams, hit up the people that she said has done her wrong and just start questioning so you can get as much information as possible. And from there, you can come up with your own decision. But all in all, peace and love. Thank y'all, Valians, for being a part of this journey. Make sure y'all continue to engage on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you want to sponsor or be a guest on an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot us an email at Podcast at ldmonger.com do not hesitate to hit us up on anchor and leave a voice memo and hear yourself on an upcoming episode Vail's world can be heard on all the podcast platforms i'm talking apple i'm talking spotify and many more and before you leave make sure you hit the subscribe share button tell a friend to tell a friend and yes reviews are always wanted let the world know how you really feel and i can't forget 
support. Become a monetary investor for as little as 99 cents a month, and we can take this thing a long way. Peace and love. If-